You're listening to Can We Kick It with your host Hugo on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. Today we're going to talk about shoes. Like, what's up with shoes? Come on now. Everybody has a pair of shoes. Like, But, like, the real question is, what's like what's going on with shoes now that COVID's a thing? Like, How do people sell it? How do people get, get it to sell? Are companies uh, getting harsh or getting punished by COVID or by all this pandemic stuff? Because um, recently, a lot of resellers have been popping up since COVID has started. Since it's the pandemic, everything has gone on the internet. And um, Air Force is like, what's up with Air Force? They, they, they just grew, or like, since a certain period, they just grows, and everybody just started buying Air Force ones, white ones. And normally they make a joke about black ones, that you're a menace to society if you buy black ones, and you just have them all creased and stuff. But... Also, we're going to talk about athletes and why do they decide to pair with certain markets or company companies. Like, is it a way to market it, to promote it, to make ads um, for, the, for their fame, for they can make more money? Or, like, why do they choose specific things and why can't all athletes just choose the same thing and sell the same type of shoe with the same brand? Resellers, like... All right, so resellers just practically, they buy a shoe from the original company and they just sell it for a higher price or a lower price. And then they either make more money, which usually happens. They try to make more of a profit than lose money. Like, they don't want to make $30 more and then just waste those $30 on a shoe that costs $100 more and not make money. Like, they'll usually sell it for like a good $60 up or $70 and then they would use that money to buy more shoes and they make more money and then they would make more profit off of selling shoes or reselling shoes from original companies that would normally cost less. Their resellers would sell it for more. Like, resellers would u- use more of the internet because they, everything, since the pandemic has started, everything has been going online on the internet. So let's say you're just scrolling through Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. At one certain time or point, you've scrolled a past a pair of shoes and you're like, all right, these shoes look cool. How, how much do they cost? You don't know how, how much it would cost in the original company or the original store it was bought at. So like, normally, somebody would just be like, all right, I'll just buy it because I got the money. I'll just pay for it. But like, what if you could find it for a cheaper price somewhere else and you would save money for yourself, but then um, the same shoe, but it's for a lower price. Resellers usually use um, apps, like let's say they use uh, eBay, Goat, StockX. They mainly use Goat and StockX because it's normally where everybody uses and to look at shoes. And since everything's online now, Eventually, everybody's gonna pop, buy a pair or like look and be interested into buying one. Then they go online, they see a price, and they're like, "All right, I could buy this, so I'll just buy it." There's no point in searching up anything. And then like you never know if you're wasting more money than you should, and then you just waste money. Then um, since like this whole pandemic thing started, uh, many people have started to to look more into shoes and res- and reselling stuff. So and 
Resellers usually focus on more than one company of a shoe, but like mainly they focus on Adidas and Nike since those shoes could go for a higher market price. And they will make more of a profit on it. So then it would be easier to sell it and then make more money. And then um, usually what they do is they go buy the shoe, they pay a certain amount. Like let's say you went and buy uh, Adidas for $100. They would go to StockX, eBay, or Goats, or somewhere to post it on, and sell it for one fifty, one a higher price basically. Like usually, you never see a reseller selling it for a lower price unless like they're busted up and like they're used. But normally, resellers would sell new stuff, so and it wouldn't be like to make it a high price. It needs to be in good condition, like it, it, no crease. No creases, like barely worn, or just brand new. But like, if you if like if they're busted up, and creased and and used a lot, of course you're gonna have to sell it for a lower price, and you're gonna have to just deal with selling it for a lower price. Like, I'm not gonna sell you a pair of shoes that's 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 cut open for like two hundred dollars. Like, I'll probably sell it to you for like fifty dollars, seventy dollars. Like it doesn't make sense if a reseller would just make a higher price for something that doesn't work anymore. And like, resellers usually want to make a big name for themselves, so and they would go around telling their friends or group of people or social media, you know, I'm selling shoes, anybody wants shoes, hit me up. Or like specific types of shoes, like it's not only one type. Like, resellers would normally stay active to make a profit off of it if they don't have a job or something like that's their way of making money and having a positive income and they make money off of it like they just make their life but like if it doesn't work out for them they just have to find a job but most of the time if you know how to market everything and talk to people and put your business out there a lot then you're fine you could you could pull up um uh, you could become a reseller and sell not only shoes you could sell other stuff like you could sell shirts uh shorts, socks, hats, anything you think of, you could probably resell it for a good price or a negotiable price. Because your price, like not, not all prices are going to be, that's it. This is the price I'm giving. This is how much you have to pay me. Like, no, you could talk to the client. Like, oh, I'll give you a discount for $10 because you're my friend. Like, $10 is something. You could buy that. You could use that to buy something else, like food or something. But like that's up to the, the 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 reseller. Like if they're nice about it, and you know them. They you never know. They could give you a discount and be like, oh okay. Like let's say they want to make more more money, they just they'll be like, nah, that's my final offer. And then if you don't want it, just deal with it and move on and find somebody else to find shoes. And normally, like what resellers would do would be like just post it all on social media and then like uh, ask if you could meet up, and then they. There's certain conventions where you could go to 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 look for shoes, and there's some good prices there. Like you can find uh, shoes, exotic shoes, like just shoes, good-looking shoes in general, like Nike, Air Jordans, ones, um, forces, anything you uh, anything you look for, you could go there, which is normally in uh, California, and. Certain places, you just need to know what time and what locations there are. But like, like usually, they, they're there, and then they would sell other stuff. 
but mainly shoes. Like they'll focus mainly on shoes because that's usually what everybody goes for there. Like that's it on this segment. Um, we will be talking about Air Force Ones. Like what's up with Air Force Ones? Are they good? Bad? What's up with them? Like why do they have a sudden rise? But this is your host, Hugo, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series XM on Channel 145. Peace. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio Sirius XM Channel 145. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. I mean, really, it really apologist. comes down to... I'm going to make an apologist image for you, bro, because uh, everything that I say, you like, oh, but LeBron had to do this, and you he had to jump over a car. Isn't LeBron's the king? And again, LeBron jump over the Empire State Building? He probably could, but why probably. would he do it? But why doesn't he jump over the Empire State Building to win a slam dunk contest? Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Welcome back to Can We Kick It? Where we previously talked about resellers and what they, they do for a living and how do they manage to resell shoes through marketing and how they market it and how much money they usually make and how the companies help out or if they don't help out. But now we're going to get into Air Force Ones and why do certain shoes cost more shoes than other shoes? Is it like the material it's made, the factory it's made at? But Air Force Ones originally debuted in 2005, and like two years or two months after they debuted, it skyrocketed and it sold 12 million pairs of shoes. And then originally, it was in 1982 where Nike had released Nike had released um, a high top design, the high top design for Nike, which was originally meant for the NBA. And it was designed by Bruce Kilgores. Normally, the the idea of Air Force Ones was usually gonna be meant for the NBA only because it was very, it was the first cushioning on hoop, hoopable shoes. And normally at the beginning of its debut, or before it even came out, Nike thought to scrap the shoe and throw it away because they didn't want to sell it. Like, they are going to shelf it. And you know how much money they would have lost if they had actually sold it? 
Bro, they sold 12 million pairs the second, like two months or two years after they debuted. You know how much money that is? And normally Nikes were, they went for $80, $80 so like $10 less than right now. But still, you know, 12 million times 80, bro. Oh my God. You know how much money that that would have been wasted and throughout, thrown away? And normally technology and the new style made the Air Forces that are produced today and they usually cost $90 because I suppose of the new factories that are made, they need more money. And normally fabric is a reason shoes cost so much because like let's say you just buy a, a cloth and then you you put, put it into a shoe like there's normally three dollars more but imagine the rest of the shoe of how it's built and then that's that's separate price and then the price that it needs to be actually manufactured by a factory into a into the actual shoe and built and then shipped out to companies to resell it or to sell it to the to us the buyers you know how much money it is? Like it, it costs a, quite a bit to just make the shoe and have it shipped out back to us. Like yeah, you could come up with an idea of how to make the shoe yourself, but like it's not gonna come out as good as the original product. So then you have to waste money on on manufacturing at a good factory. Because what if you just send it to a factory and they just send you a, a complete scrap of a shoe? And they ca- they ca- charge you two hundred dollars. You're gonna be like, no, I didn't pay for this. I'm not gonna pay for this. And then you're gonna trouble. Like you have to know who you're gonna send it to. Like normally, shoes here or Nike, all the shoes are made in China because the Chinese factories are pretty good at making things. They know how to stitch stuff up and everything. Normally, the Air Force Ones were gonna be or they were only marketed or showed ads in the inner NBA and inner cities like where the where it was originally manufactured and it was made it was only uh, marketed in the city in the city it was in and it was since it was mainly used for the NBA only the NBA made ads for it and um, it was also strictly sold in this inner city so they really didn't have that much money or they weren't making that much money from Air Force Ones when it was originally made because it was just that little city that they were in and not that much not that much people lived in that city so it was usually like a, th- a hundred to a thousand people let's say only 10% of the, the, the population bought the shoes so like they would be like what 80 times 10% of a thousand would be a hundred so I know it would be like a hundred times 90 they would make $900 off that one city so my guess is that they went out and they made deals with other cities and they looked for other cities to put stores in and then they started shipping out Nike Air Force Ones and then that's when they realized, oh, this shoe is going to be a big hit. It's probably the new style. Everybody could style with it. So then they just shipped it out and everybody started buying them and then they're like, oh, this is going to be a hit for sure. So they just made more and more and more. And then they ended up making 12 million, and and they're still growing up by by now. Like by now, and you could go to anybody's closet, and you're gonna be like, oh, you you own you own a pair of Air Force Ones, and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, for sure. Let's just rock them out next party, I suppose, or when we go out next time. You know how many people could say that? Like yeah, the people that need aren't financially stable 
But still, like Nike Air Force Ones are a good shoe to have in your closet because you could just wear those for anything and they could still help you with your style and you really don't have to worry that much about wasting money that much on shoes. Because you could also, another thing that's recently been happening with Air Force One is that you could style them since they're white. Like you could make designs on them and then you make more money for it. Like normally on on Instagram and stuff and all these social medias, you go on and you could be like, oh, look at this, it's a, it's a, it's an Air Force One that has designs on it, but the thing the thing is the price goes up because people's wasting their time or they're investing their time on making the design and then selling it. So normally it goes up by like thirty dollars. So normally they cost one hundred and twenty dollars and then plus shipping, which I which they really don't um they really don't ask for shipping and taxes because they're selling their own. But the thing is they could get sued, but not really because they really bought the product they're just making designs on it but yeah air force ones has a very comp or not has a very pretty basic uh history and not that much to go into it was just meant for the nba originally and they're originally going to scrap the idea of selling it but then ended up noticing it was going to be a huge hit so and then they just decided to make the idea improve while the time went on and the new technology and style and that's it on air, history of Air Force Ones and why do shoes cost so much? Next time when you clock when you clock in, we're gonna be talking about athletes and why do they choose certain companies to work with and what and is there a specific reason to make more money and more fame? This is your host Hugo, and you're listening to Slam Series XM Channel One Four Five. This is Series XM One Four Five Slam Radio. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Amanda, your thoughts? So this is my first ever bowl of cereal with milk. So it's kind of an eye-opening experience. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's been the big joke. You didn't know that? You should have muted I thought that. you were kidding me. No, I seriously have never had a bowl of milk and cereal. I'm your daughter. How, I'm, I'm your daughter. My <laughs> I'm your daughter. Yes, Frank! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's a bite. That's a bite. And coincidentally, we're eating cereal. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action, and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's 
don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can, and the word don't is the word do, and the word won't is the word one, and in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. Take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Let me kick it. We briefly talked about resellers and what are resellers, and also about the brief history about. Air Force Ones and why do shoes cost so much and what makes them cost so much or little? Why does it cost so little? But now we're going to get into why do certain athletes make certain deals with certain companies? Is it because of fame, the money they need, a contract, or a specific deal? We're mainly going to focus on the NBA because that's where normally everybody gets your shoes from and it's a huge deal in the NBA about shoes because you can make a lot of deals with them and contracts and make more money off of them. But the main three companies that are, are in the NBA would be Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. Nike is the king of the shoes in NBA because NBA, everybody, everywhere you go, on somebody's feet is either Nike. There's always going to be Nike or Jordans. But occasionally, sometimes you see Adidas or Under Armour. Even though Under Armour is mainly Stephen Curry because he's the main ambassador of representing Under Armour. But when they lost the finals, they the Under Armour suffered a lot of casualties in their marketing and price. And, and then the way Curry designs his shoes, not many people wanted to buy them, so they lost a lot of money. In second place comes Adidas, but Adidas is not really that much because... They're really not well known for putting basketball shoes out there, but there are a few. Like, there are few people that have signed with Adidas. Then there's Nike. Like, Nike has 72% of the of the NBA signed in a contract. Well, that's if you include Jordans with Nike. Because mainly Jordan alone is probably, like, 32%. Because Jordan is very well known and he was a famous basketball player and then he created his shoes and designed it so it, his fame went up and a lot of players started wearing them to play but mainly it's like Nike shoes or they did players could design their own shoes and then play in their own shoes it's just up to them but the way they make um, the contracts is with them is with the companies is if they decide decide with a deal or a contract that they could both agree on like let's suppose somebody offered you or let's say they offered Dwayne Wade a hundred million dollars for Nike if he helped them design shoes and if he marketed them and made ads with them right there you could have a deal and you make a hundred million dollars a year but like let's say you're not a well-known player and you make money but not that much money like other players do they would choose somebody with more fame and more money than the player with more with less money and less fame because 
companies usually want to stand out and we want to be known and make people more want to buy their product more so practically it's a competition but not really because Nike will always be on top because they're always the top selling shoe shoe brand in the NBA and sports in general because any sport you see so Nike's going to be involved or unless like they got in trouble somewhere or some with someone but anywhere you go you'll see Nike anytime on the court you'll be like oh look he has nice shoes on and then like usually you'll see the Nike symbol but The rookies don't make or don't sign or mainly the rookies would sign the contracts because what if there's a slight chance they become one of the best players in the league then Nike and all these other companies that signed with them or the main one that signed with him is going to get a huge boost in fame and then everybody's going to want to buy shoes once he gets a, a shoe and like it, not everybody could get a, a specialized shoe where it's only them, it's only their shoe. Like, you have to be one of the higher rank people in the shoe company. And a, a good player, like an all-star, like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Paul George, like, you have to be as good as them to get your own shoe. Like, Kyrie, oh, you can see anybody wearing Kyrie's when you go play basketball anywhere. You'll see mainly Kyrie's. But usually... Companies would choose the one with more money because then they could get they get paid more, and then they give more money to them, and then they could also get more fame. Like usually, usually the people, the players you see on TV and commercials and billboards, those are usually the high rank players that play hella good and they have the like the money and the the fame within the company they signed with. And they could be anywhere they want because they're, they're, they're one of the higher ones. So then it would make more sense to put them more out there. Like you see Kawhi, LeBron, you see them on billboards and commercials. Like Chris Paul, you see him in Allstate commercials. That's because they're just performing it and getting his fame more. Like also, also to get a certain deal with shoes. It's like when you're choosing your team, like the team you want to play for, or unless you get drafted and picked by, like, like mainly all the players, they 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 grow up thinking, oh, I'm gonna when I grow up, I'm gonna sell this and that, and then I'm gonna become a better player and then achieve what I wanted to do, and then that's when you set that mindset, and then you actually achieve it, you're gonna be happy because then you're actually doing what you're doing, but when you're at the process of selling it and making the deals, you have to think about it in the future. Like, oh, am I going to be able to play a lot, make myself better, and gain more fame? Because that's what doing selling shoes is about, or, like, getting the fame. Because you need the fame in basketball to be able to sell shoes or any sport in general. Like, you're not going to be a nobody and then have a shoe company. And then when you make that deal... You're not going to make any money off of it because nobody's going to buy your shoe because nobody knows about you. But let's say you're one of the high-break players. Everybody's going to be like, oh, yo, this is a sick-looking shoe. Um, I'm, I'm going to buy this because I need new shoes to wear and these look pretty good to play ball in. Then, not typically, you, would, you have to be a high player or a growing player because if not, if you're one of the low-ranking players and don't 
don't talk to anybody about it or like you don't play good in general and you just it's right there on the court for no reason then there's no point of you getting a shoe company or your own shoe design but yeah that's basically it and this has been fun and we kick it with your host hugo on slam radio series xm channel 145 peace